So if you're a mom, you probably know that sound all too well. Yes, it is Blue's Clues, and that's one of my party tricks, actually. So my son, for his first birthday, one of our friends got him a Blue's Clues teddy bear, and that is my favorite sound that Blue's Clues makes. So I decided that would be the perfect intro to my new podcast called She's a Mom Now. Hey everyone, my name is Nilsa Gazda. My maiden name is Nilsa Prowant, so you might know me as Nilsa Gazda, you might know me as Nilsa Prowant, you might know me as Tina Tina, and if someone asks, you ain't Tina, which brings me to a little bit about me. I'm 28 years old. I am from MTV Floribama Shore, so that might be how a lot of you know me, but I'm also on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and You might have actually met me in the girls' bathroom at a bar, and we became instant best friends. I'm married to my best friend, Gus. We have been married for almost a year. I can't believe it. I hope Gus is already planning our first anniversary trip, because if he's not, we're going to have some problems. Because the first year of marriage, they say, is the hardest, which really for us, I don't think it has been. Well, wait a second. I mean, we did have some rough times there, but overall, it has been great for us. We have a beautiful baby boy who is 15 months old. His name is Gray Allen Gazda. We decided to name Gray his name because we always liked the name Grayson, but then I was like, you know what? What if we just named him Gray? And we both loved it. If you guys want to know, he was almost going to be Jack. But we decided to go with Gray. And his middle name is Alan after my dad who passed away a month before I found out I was pregnant with Gray. And we wanted to honor him by giving my dad's middle name, Alan, to Gray. So his name is Gray Allen. We live in Panama City Beach, Florida. And those of you that don't know, I am from this area. I grew up in the Panhandle. I actually grew up about 45 minutes from Panama City Beach. And I actually moved to Panama City Beach after college, then moved around a little bit, went back to the Panhandle and moved to Destin, then moved to Georgia to be with a man. But I married him back in Panama City Beach where it all started because that is where I met Gus. My husband is in the military. He has been in for a super long time. At least I feel like it's been a long time. Don't ask me anything about the military because I couldn't tell you anything. You know, people are like, oh, so you're a military wife. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like not the typical military wife because I have no clue about my husband's job. I don't know what he does all day. He doesn't really come home and tell me because when he's home from work, he wants to be home home. He doesn't want to be talking about work. He doesn't want to be talking about all that. And I don't pressure him to because that's his job. It's not mine. If he wants to talk to me about work, he can. But overall, we just like to hang out and spend time with each other. I went on a little rant there, but let's talk about this whole podcast situation we got going on. A lot of you guys have been requesting me to do a podcast. As if you didn't get enough of me showing my ass on Floribama Shore. Now y'all want to hear a lot more from me? You got it. So have you guys heard people say like, oh my God, have you seen so-and-so? She's wearing a crop top. Why is she doing that? She's a mom now. Or, oh my God, she drinks wine on the weekends. She can't do that. She's a mom now. Or, 
my God, did you see Nilsa? She was at the bar. Isn't she a mom now? Yeah, yes, I am a mom. But guess what? My life didn't stop when I became a mom. My life is just now getting started is what I like to say because being a mom is truly the most incredible thing that has ever happened to me. My family is everything I could have ever wanted. I've wanted my family for years, and I think a lot of you that have saw my journey on Forbes and Mashore, you've seen my struggle. And my family is truly a treasure. But Mama also gets time to herself. I think that's very important because if you don't pour into your own cup by, like, self-care or letting loose or spending time with your friends, then how are you supposed to pour into someone else's cup? So I'm here to break the stereotypical she needs to stay home and cook and clean and take care of the kids and not work and this and that. I think that moms can do it all. If you want to be the mom that stays home and cooks and cleans and doesn't leave the house, that's perfectly fine. I have so many friends that do that, and I admire them for that. But for me, I'm someone who likes to venture out of the house. I like to spend time with my friends, but I'm also pretty much a homebody during the week. So on the weekends, I think I deserve that glass of wine. I was a stay-at-home mom for 15 months. And I also work from home. I'm a video creator. I'm a content creator. I work with a bunch of different brands. I'm an Herbalife distributor. And it was getting so hard on me being a stay-at-home mom and trying to take care of Gray while trying to get my work done. We decided to put him in daycare. So after 15 months of being at home with my son Gray, we decided daycare was a good option for us, especially since my husband is working longer hours. It was a huge decision for us. But I think it's overall been better for everyone because Greg gets to be interactive with other kids. He gets to learn new things. I get to get my work done. And then Gus doesn't have to worry about me being stressed out for not getting my work done. So overall, it's been a win-win for us. I guess that takes me back to my point about moms being able to go have fun and let loose. Because even though Gray is in daycare now... I'm still doing mom things throughout the day when I am in between work. So I'll be cleaning his room, doing the laundry, getting supper prepared, all the stuff that moms do. But guess what? On the weekends, mama gets to have a little break. I say little break, but I don't mean like a break going on a trip or anything because I really don't ever have time to do that because I'm so busy 24-7. But what I mean by that is if I want to go out and have dinner with my friends, I am not going to feel guilty about it. I think a lot of you that have seen my journey on TikTok, I used to have the worst mom guilt. I struggled with postpartum depression. I struggled with anxiety, and I started therapy, and my therapist told me, once a week, I want you to go and do something for you, whether that's dinner with your friends, whether that's getting your nails done, whether it's whatever it may be, going to the park and going for a run. You have to make sure you're mentally okay because if you're not, it's going to create chaos in your home, which happened with me and my husband. Going through my postpartum depression battle, I was taking a lot of it out on Gus, and I didn't know why. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I didn't understand it. And so I started talking to my OBGYN, and I was telling her everything I was feeling. I was like, I feel like a failure. Every time I leave the house, I feel guilty. Even when it would be to go get groceries, I couldn't stand being away from Gray. And so my therapist decided that we need to look into medication options and also therapy. And therapy has been the best thing 
for me and my mental health. My therapist is also a mom. She's a mom, I think of two boys, and she has helped me so much. She's the one that really encourages me to not stop doing the things that I enjoy just because I'm a mom. So I really think that she might be the inspiration for this podcast. So that is my whole reason for doing this podcast, along with telling you funny stories about my son and my family and things that I do during my personal time and my life. I really want to encourage moms to do what's best for them. That might be staying at home and pampering yourself at home. That might be going out and venturing and seeing your friends every once in a while. I just want moms to feel like just because they're a mom now does not mean that they have to stop doing what they enjoy. When I was battling with postpartum depression, I would just kind of really make myself more sick. I would say, I'm the worst mom ever. Why am I feeling like this? I have everything I could ever want and more. My son is beautiful. My husband is so awesome. Why am I feeling like this? So I started to feel guilty on top of feeling guilt for ever, every single time I left the house, I felt guilty. I felt guilty about everything, and I just felt like I was drowning. So I really want to encourage all the other moms out there that if you feel like you're drowning, if you feel like you can't keep your head above water, if you feel not okay, please reach out and get help. So many women lose their battle to postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum rage, and if there's anything I want to do in my life is to tell my story and maybe help someone else. With being on MTV Florida Bama Shore, I grew quite a bit of following on social media, and I'm not ashamed to tell my story. I'm not ashamed to tell any part of my story. I hope by telling my story, it breaks like the taboo on speaking about mental health because mental health is real. It's something so many women and men struggle with, and I want to normalize getting help. I want to normalize talking about it. I want to normalize that it's okay to not be okay sometimes. No one can ever just be okay 24-7, and if you are, please let me know what you're eating and drinking so I can be okay 24-7. I wanted to read this statistic to you guys. Postpartum depression is common. As many as 75% of people experience the baby blues after delivery. Up to 15% of these people will develop postpartum depression. Another statistic shows that one in eight women with a recent live birth experience symptoms of postpartum depression. Now, that is from the CDC, but I know some moms, especially I'm going to speak from my experience. After I had my miscarriage, I developed depression. So I don't know that it's just for live births, but I can give you my experience. After my miscarriage, I had what felt like postpartum depression, and I can compare that to my postpartum depression with having gray if that kind of makes sense. So I feel like mothers that, sh that have suffered a miscarriage can also have m maybe not medically called postpartum depression, but they do suffer depression as well. 
so I want to normalize talking about it across the board. And even for men, too. I want to normalize talking about it and asking for help and reaching out to people and doing your research to get better. I do want to tell you guys that I am 15 months postpartum and I feel so much better. I do have my days where I still struggle and I don't feel myself, but for the most part, therapy and medication has been a lifesaver for me. When I mean a lifesaver, I am being literal about that. This episode kind of got deep for it being the first episode. I promise you guys, we are going to have funny stories. I'm going to be telling you like daily life things that's going on and it's not all going to be very heavy stuff. So on a lighter note, let me tell you guys something that I've been experimenting with these past couple weeks on social media. I've decided to start vlogging the way I make my son's daycare lunch. And I know that might sound crazy for some people because I've seen comments where people are saying, oh my gosh, they don't provide lunch. They do not, but they provide breakfast and snacks. I like it that way because I know that I'm providing stuff for my son that's full of nutrients and stuff that he likes. I mean, not every day is going to be broccoli and asparagus, but you know, some days he's just going to get some veggie straws. But it has given me like a new purpose because I feel like I'm accomplishing something whenever I finish these lunches and the videos. And I've had so many people reach out to me and thank me for doing these videos because it gives them inspiration. Now, I wanted to tell you guys that I get a lot of my inspiration from the creators, Darren and Josh. They do school lunches. They are rock star parents, and I admire them. And I get a lot of inspiration from them, and I definitely wanted to take the time to give them a shout-out because they are freaking school lunch pros. Like, if you thought my school lunches were, like, semi-okay, their lunches blow my lunches out of the water. They are so awesome. And they do like a whole production when they're filming these vlogs for TikTok and Instagram. I just had to give them a little shout out because they are absolute rock stars. But the school lunches just makes me feel really good that I get so much positive feedback. But of course, with every 10 positive comments, there's always got to be a troll. So I've had some people say, oh my gosh. Why are you giving him peanut butter? Aren't you, like, considerate of the other kids? The first day he was in daycare, I saw other kids with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I thought to myself, like, oh, my gosh, they have peanut butter sandwiches? What? Don't kids have allergies? So I asked his teacher, and luckily she said that no kids at the daycare have a peanut butter allergy, but that will probably change whenever he goes to kindergarten because I feel like more kids have or develop an allergy whenever they get older if that's a thing I don't really know if it's just like automatic or if you like develop an allergy but of course at every age and every daycare that he's ever going to go to or every school that he's ever going to go to I'm going to be mindful about the other children there because I would want other parents to be mindful about my child I know it seems like I pack a lot of lunch for my son Bray but they are allowed to snack on their lunch throughout the day. So if they don't finish what they had in their lunchbox for lunch, they snack on it. So we're not wasting food over here. And I've seen a lot of comments where people are saying, oh my gosh, she cuts she cuts the fruit into shapes? How? Like, why does she do that? Blah, blah, blah. Let's normalize cutting regular fruit into regular shapes. And I'm like, yeah, you can do that. You can do whatever is best for you and your family. I just, I like doing it. 
I like cutting his fruit into little shapes. This is also a way for him to get familiar with different shapes. And if this is the way that he learns his shapes, well, well, count on my back, okay? And no, we do not waste the cutout part of the fruit. Mama gets to enjoy that, okay? I kind of feel like the worst mom in the world. And I know that I shouldn't because every baby does things on their own time. But my son is 15 months and he is not walking yet. I actually just had a phone call with a early intervention program to put him in for his walking. I don't know that what that is going to entail, but they kind of just want to see if it's a personality thing, like if his if he is just being stubborn or if there's something that should be concerning that we need to take care of. So, I have been feeling like the worst mom ever because I feel like every other kid around Gray is walking. He is the only kid in his class in his daycare that is not walking. And I know, I know you guys, every kid is on their own time. And I guess that is so true because Gray can already say like 10 words. He says mama, dada, ball. He was saying papa earlier today because I was talking to him about my dad and the grandkids called him papa. That was actually really sweet and it made me want to cry, but... He started saying that today. He can say apple. He can say thank you. He says I love you. Um, he says hi. He says bye. So another mom I was talking to about this said some kids talk early and some kids walk early. And if your kid is doing both, well, bring your kid over here and give me some tips and tricks, please. I am all ears for any advice ever. I'm a first-time mom. I'm new at everything. And I am just trying my best. And I want to reiterate that. Like, I think a mom that tries her best is the best type of mom. Do you think Gray really cares about his fruit being cut into shapes? No. But he cares that I'm trying. And I think that's all anyone can ask of us moms is that we be our best for them. We love them. We nurture them. We care for them. We protect them. And we just do our best. And I think that's all anyone could ever ask for. So, mamas, let's keep on keeping on because we are freaking kick-ass human beings. Like, moms are rock stars. Um, Sorry, boys, but you guys think you could ever give childbirth? No, I don't think so. And I say that lovingly, but honestly... I had a C-section, and they say that C-sections are like the most layer of skin that can be cut through, and I think that is insane, like insane, and and the, the dads just sit there and watch it, like that's kind of twisted if you think about it. You mamas that had your babies naturally through the hoo-ha, I couldn't even do it. I could not do it. I pushed and pushed and pushed, and my son would not descend through my pelvic bones. Either way, moms are rock stars, whether it's a C-section, whether it's through the hoo-ha. Moms, we're incredible. Men need to worship the ground that we walk on because they could never. I really appreciate you guys listening. This is just a mini episode, but I want you guys to... Comment on my Instagram who you want me to bring on this podcast. Now, this is my first time ever recording a podcast outside of stuff for MTV. And, of course, I am going to talk a little bit about my time being on the show. You guys know I had an amazing time. So if you're looking for some juicy tea, you're going to have to find it elsewhere because I honestly enjoyed being on MTV. I'm going to talk about everything. Nothing is off limits, you guys. So if there's something or a story you want to hear about, 
Nothing is off limits. Just because I'm a mom now doesn't mean I can't talk about having a little fun. So I really appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast. I really hope you guys subscribe. Let me know what you guys want to hear. I'm going to hopefully be posting a podcast once a week. I might feel frisky and do like two in one week. You never know what could happen. The options are endless, but I really, truly appreciate you guys for following me. I know some of you have followed me for five years now, ever since I first started on MTV, and I cannot thank you guys more. I think that is just so incredible. I see comments all the time where people are like, I've seen you from season one, and the way you've evolved and the way you've grown is amazing. And honestly, it is amazing because season one, Nilsa, she was a hot mess. If I was to meet season one, Nilsa, now – as who she was then, I would be like, what is wrong with this girl? What is wrong with her? But, I mean, we all have to learn. We all have to grow. And I think that is the amazing thing about life is there's always room for improvement and there's always room for growth. So, mamas, don't forget your fucking rock star. I don't know if I can say the F word on here. Am I allowed to do that? Am I allowed to say the F word? Yeah, we're freaking rock stars and – we're doing amazing. Always remember just to just try your best and your kids will love you for it. Thank you guys for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to She's a Mom Now. <laughs>